This is the third and final episode of this three-part series all about self-discipline, and I really hope that you're loving it as much as I loved creating it. Um, Again, the whole goal here is for us to be able to finish the year strong, and we've talked about you know, planting versus consuming, and really the three things that you need to do to prepare for the outcome that you want. But in order for us to really wrap things up, we have to really look at what, you know, the cost of not taking action, right? I think it was pretty clear what what is the potential reward when we choose to move forward, but what's the cost if we choose to do nothing? And we're going to talk about that in perspective um, with self-discipline in this episode. So let's dive in. Today, we're going to be talking about the hidden cost of not taking action. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I noticed that we're kind of on like this whole discipline track right now. We've been talking a lot about discipline and a lot about what's required to get the results that we want um, and, the desu- and the results that we're trying to manifest and create. And I just want us to keep us going on this. I think this is going to be like it's turning into a little series. We've done two episodes specifically about discipline. um, And I want us to talk about the hidden cost of not taking action because this is kind of a byproduct or a negative impact when we're not exercising discipline. So, hey, guys. Hello, hello, hello. I see Tanika, Yolanda, Monique, Erica. Um... Victoria, Ashley, Yolanda, uh, I think it's Shalon. We all go fruit. Alicia, Shakita. Hey guys. Um, Shakita, no, we are the fruit said because your girl was on the struggle bus not taking action. Cost so much more than missed money. Please elaborate on that. So um, if, I'd love for you to share what did not taking action cost you and what the situation was. So I think like a lot of the time um, we can, I don't want to say a lot of the time, I just think during seasons of our lives, during, during periods of your life, regardless of, you know, where you are in your life, maybe at certain, in certain realms or in certain environments in your life, you're like super disciplined and super dedicated. Maybe you're like super dedicated with your fitness, but like you're not the best when it comes to building relationships. Or maybe you're super disciplined when it comes to your business. I know that was me for a very long time. I was very, very, very disciplined and intentional when it came to my goals and anything career oriented. But when it came to my personal life and building relationships with others that were like deep and intimate, that's where I lacked, you know, the discipline or lacked the intentionality. And I'm having to learn, you know, sometimes we're in one area of our life, we're super intentional, super disciplined. And in another, you know, we kind of struggle and lack. And it's like, welcome to life. You are human. Um, We are these beautifully um, imperfect, perfect beings. And, but I want us to talk specifically about business and specifically about your goals and specifically about actualizing the potential that you have. Um, and what the hidden cost is of you not taking action. Like what is the ramifications? What are the repercussions? What are the risks if you do nothing? And what I say, if you do nothing, no matter what, in every situation, you're always making a choice. Whether you choose to go left or choose to go right, you're still making the choice. But a lot of the time, um, what we've been talking about during this series is discipline comes with discomfort. Those two things are just married and... Those two things are connected. And if we are constantly choosing the option 
or choosing the route that lets us remain in our comfort zone, right? There is a cost associated with you not doing the thing that brings you discomfort, with you not doing the thing that is the right choice, but it's like the, the scary choice or the choice that feel, it, it feels like it, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't feel safe, even though it is. It, the, like there's a, a cost associated by you choosing the choice that keeps you safe versus the choice that, that allows you to grow. And I want us to talk about that. Um, and I, so I wanted to, I know I just asked some of you guys here now, like what has been the cost of you not taking action and kind of what was that situation for you? And I want to read what some of the responses were, um, because I think this is really important and then we're going to dive into like really breaking this down in a moment, but I kind of want to get a feel for where you guys are right now. So we are the fruit, we are fruit of life said it cost me a delay in shifting my mindset to understand the lack of action was self-sabotage. That is good. Your lack of action is a form of self-sabotage. That's a very like good awareness. Um, she said, emotional distress and spinning my wheels. My ego was at the forefront and I was stuck. Um, I was stuck. And like she was stuck in this mindset of, oh, I got this. Oh, I got this. But I really, but she really didn't have it. Um, Alicia said, I was giving up the satisfaction of helping people succeed by not taking action. And that's a really good perspective that a lot of the time in business, if you are not taking action to grow your business, to cultivate um, whatever seed God has given you, like for you to bring to fruition the amazing ideas and, and to share the skills that you have, you are like, like you are blocking other people's blessings. Like I really do try to maintain that perspective because if I'm not doing what I've been called to do, that means there's somebody that I know that I'm supposed to impact by the work and the gifts and the skills that I have. And now those, like I'm be, I may be missing the opportunity to be like the blessing to somebody else, right? It's always a blessing. Like I, I really believe like it's always something to be grateful for when you receive the blessing, but it's always a blessing when you are the blessing. And when we are not taking action and not exercising discipline and not doing the thing that forces us to stretch and grow into the greater version of ourselves, we are, like, we are missing out on the opportunity of being a blessing to others. Like when you really look at your gift as like, when you really look at your gift from that perspective and really look at the skills that you have or things that um, God uniquely gave to you and that like, you uniquely have, and they are a responsibility, right? Like the ideas and the dreams that you have, I always say this, but I do not believe that God would give you the vision if he also didn't give you the provision. Like if he didn't give you everything you needed to be successful and to succeed, but it's on us to take action on that and to move on that and to act on that. And if we are constantly in a space where we are not taking action or going down the safe route or doing what keeps us comfortable, we are like, like we are just robbing the kingdom of so much fruit, right? We're we may be robbing somebody else of their harvest because we were supposed to be something, you know, we were supposed to be part of their growth season, right? And when you really think about it from that perspective, it really does change things. Um, but if we, like, if this is for, you know, when we're not exercising discipline and we are not taking action and we're not putting ourselves in a position of growth, if you're just constantly waiting for something to happen, but you refuse to take action, I want us to talk through what are those hidden costs of that, right? Cost financially, cost impact-wise, cost emotionally, mindset-wise. Um, there's so many different costs associated. 
but your inaction has a cost, right? So the excuses that you make today engineer the disappointment that you experience tomorrow, right? The excuses that you make today engineer the disappointments that you have tomorrow. And the more excuses that you are creating, putting out there, stamping on as your, you know, whatever, stamp of approval as to why you don't do something, that if you're constantly in a state of disappointment or if you're frequently in a state of disappointment, your excuses engineered that. Your excuses were the seeds to your disappointment. And we've got to do better. Like, so from a, just a mental health state, right? Like from how you emotionally feel on a regular daily basis, if you're constantly in this mindset or in this state of lack, constantly in this state of disappointment, constantly in this state of like, woe is me, really evaluate what excuses are you making on a daily basis and, and what actions are you choosing to take, which are those excuses that you're making, realize that those things are engineering your disappointment, right? So like, and we like that, that's not the position that we want to be in that, you know, if you guys are listening to this right now, we all know that you want better for your lives, like, or else you wouldn't be here. Like you wouldn't be listening. Um, you wouldn't be tuning in. Like you wouldn't be here if you didn't want to grow and didn't want something more. Right. And I love Rachel Hollis is saying that I was made for more. Like if you wouldn't be here, if you didn't want more for your life and want more for your situation, you didn't want more for your circumstance, right? But so we all know that like, or else you just wouldn't be here, right? So like now that we are all on the same page here, we all understand that. Like we all know that we're not here by happen chance. We're not, you're not listening to this just for whatever. Like I'm not talking to you uh just by coincidence like we're here intentionally so you made you know good 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 decision today but just understand that the excuses that you may make after you listen to this live stream or as you're hearing me say things if you start thinking excuses in your mind like jay i hear you but i i don't know realize that those things are engineering disappointment of your tomorrow okay and uh, I read this quote this morning when I was reading an article. It said, the future does not belong to the dreamer. The future belongs to the doer. And I think that's really, really profound and really, really like, I was like, ooh, I like that. Like, I would tweet that. Like, the future does not belong to the dreamer. The future belongs to the doer. So when you think about what is the hidden cost of you not taking action, pop in the comments and let me know. What is something that you're hesitating on taking action on? Just let, I want to do a, I want to, I want us to actually work through some like real life stuff. Um, so as long as you're not driving the vehicle right now, pop in the comments and share this with us. Speak up. Your voice matters. Your growth matters. This is an opportunity for you to stretch yourself by literally typing in the comments. Let me know what is one thing that you are hesitating on taking action on or one thing that you are, you know, contemplating, but like you're not fully ready to like hit the go button on. Um, I think it's Joe Tucker. She said, uh, showing up consistently with my message. So let's, you know, so I think, so think about um, Joe Tucker, or as you guys are working through this, I want us to talk through this. So showing up consistently with my message, that's the thing that she's not taking action on. What is, um, so that's one thing. Uh, Go Christy said launching 100%. What does launching 100% actually mean? Like, I don't know how you define launching 100%. What does launching 100% actually mean? Um, 
I think it's so be so natural figuring out what I even what I have to even sell. Alicia said my first live video. Brittany said delivering content daily. That's what you guys are choosing that, you know, um, launching in private beta. So what does it mean to go launch 100% in private beta? You mean like sell, sell, sell your program in beta mode, like get your first handful of clients? Opening up the floodgates for my app. So actually, okay, so let's get specific. Okay, opening up the flood. What does opening up the floodgates for your app mean? Like posting it on iTunes? Um, I think it's Shay said, ending a three-year relationship that's not serving me anymore. Carol said, finishing my website portfolio so I can fully market myself. <laughs> Brittany said, getting my ass to the gym every day. Okay, so one thing here, as you guys are listing out the thing that you're not taking action on, and um, hopefully you guys listened to the other episode in the Discipline series where we were talking about um, what's really required for you to get the results that you want and like what how do you really exercise discipline and what why maybe why have you not maybe taken action on these things because there may be some layers that we need to peel back on as to like what's really the cause like the true diagnosis of why you can't take action on that um, but I want us to think about from the things that you said what is the cost of you not doing these things right a lot of the time we factor in what is the cost if we actually do it right? Like we all are pretty aware. Like if I go to the gym every day, I'm going to be healthier. My waist is going to be snatched. Like my thighs are going to be like on point. Um, whatever. Yolanda said, pitching to people I know could use my services. So actually selling, like selling your services, putting yourself in a position to sell. We all know like, what is the benefit of us doing that thing, making more money, being healthier, um, being in a healthier relationship with ourselves, even if that means breaking up with somebody else. So what is the cost of you not taking action? What is the cost of you not sharing your message every day? What is the cost of you not going to the gym every day? What is the cost of you not selling your services? What is the cost of you not getting clear on what you could sell, right? What is the opposite of it? And like write that in the comments too. Like this is two-way dialogue. If you are listening to this in the replay or later in life, like definitely journal this exercise. But what is the cost of you not taking action. And think about that cost from the perspective of financially, like what is the actual dollar amount? What is the return on investment of your inaction? How much money are you losing or not making? What is the, the, the cost of you not taking action from an impact perspective, right? What is the cost of you not taking action um, of not figuring out what you could sell? What is the cost of you not taking action of pitching yourself? What is the cost of you staying another three years in a relationship that is not serving you? What is that cost? What are the repercussions of your inaction? And like, think about this. You know, this is um, a, a moment for you to be honest with yourself and to be transparent with yourself. But like, there is a cost of you doing what you've been doing and playing safe and staying in your comfort zone. Um, Erica said, signing up for services that sell. I'm still solving broke people's problems. So Erica, let me know what is the cost of you not joining services that sell? What is the cost of you continuing to solve broke people's problems? Like what is the ramification? What is the risk if you continue to do that? What is the, what is the cost of that? Alicia said, I haven't gotten any high ticket clients or even bites yet, even though I have my package together and I know the ROI. So what is the cost of you not getting high, any high ticket clients? So Alicia, how much does your, your package, like this is like literally things that you guys should be thinking through. And this is something 
from a mindset perspective and a process like mentally processing perspective what is going to make you a better CEO and what is going to help you make better decisions for you for your business and for your life but Alicia what's the price point of your offer and how many clients do you want to be working with every month but like really you know I'm not seeing that many comments throw up right now but like let seriously if you typed in what you want to have happen, what is the cost of you not taking action? Yolanda said, uh, so uh, Yolanda's first part, you know, she's been delaying pitching herself and actually selling her services. Uh, the hidden cost of not taking action on that for her is financial cost and stunting her growth. So Yolanda, same question that I just asked uh, Alicia, what is the cost of your service? How many clients do you want to work with? Like, or a better, a simpler way for me to ask that question is just how much money do you want to be making a year? How much money do you want to be making a year in your business? How much money are you making right now? What is the gap? What is the gap between how much you're making right now versus how much you actually want to be making? What is that dollar amount? So Joe Sucker said, um, so her initial thing was she's not taking action on putting her message out there consistently. This is the cost. No clients, so no money. No growing my tools and experience through my, growing her um, tools and expertise through her experience totally eats at my self-trust that I can do this and that I'm meant to do this. Has me doubt my decisions. So her not putting her message out there and being consistent with putting her message out there, her not allowing her voice to be heard is making her doubt her decisions even more, which is like a very negative, um, self-sabotaging route we go down. It's costing her no. It's costing her money, costing her clients, costing her impact, costing her the ability to share her experience. But like, think about too, what is the gap tax? What is the actual financial impl implication for that? Right? How much money do you want to be making in a year, Joe Tucker? How much money are you making right now? What is the difference in that dollar amount? So either on a monthly perspective or a yearly perspective, what is that actual dollar amount? Uh, Carol said, I will look up another 13 years and still be in a career I do not love. And how will that impact you still being in a career 13 years later in a career that you do not love? Uh, Hello Alternative said, costing you your future. Like, when you really look at what is the cost of me not being disciplined. So Joe Tucker said the gap is $3,000 a month. So when we look at $3,000 a month in Joe Tucker, how many clients is that per month? So $3,000 a month, I don't want you just to look at the cost per month. Look at what does that cost per year, right? So if, if um, who took my calculator? Um, but if you look at that cost over the course of a year, really look at the dollar amounts on that, right? So if she's talking about $3,000 a month, that's $36,000 a year. That is the cost of you not taking action. That is the cost of you not putting yourself out there. That is the cost of you not allowing your voice to be heard and your message to be heard. A. Lynn said the cost is not giving my children the life they will set them that will set them up for success and not being true to myself. Her cost, financial cost, is seventy-seven thousand dollars a year. Like when you really look at what is the cost of me not taking action, Erica said at least fifteen hundred dollars a month. So Erica, that's costing you eighteen thousand dollars a year by not joining services that sell and continuing to solve broke people problems. 
right? So when you really start to dissect what this costs from a emotional standpoint and a mental standpoint, a financial standpoint, like what emotions or feelings are you getting by hearing this? Right, Joe, that's 14 lives over the course of a year that are not being positively impacted because um, you, won't, you won't put yourself out there. Like, is this resonating? I'm seeing way less hearts on the screen today. Cause I know, I mean, this is like a tough reality, but this is the thing that as you are a CEO and as you are truly embodying what it means to be the one leading and running your business, these are decisions that you have to make. Like these are decisions that you have to make and I want to educate you on this is the process you should be thinking through when you are evaluating the decisions that you make in your business, right? So when you are, okay, I need to do X, right? We're so good at making to-do lists. These are all the things that I wanna do. I want you to write down also, like you know what you want and you know the benefit of you doing it, I want you to write down what is the cost of you not taking action? What is the cost? Like, what are the repercussions if you don't do it? Does that mean you have to go back and get a job? Does that mean you have to stay in the job that you currently have that like you hate and despise? Does that mean that like your kids are going to keep going without? Does that mean you miss out on $75,000 next year because you won't sell a higher ticket offer? You won't put yourself out there to sell your services. So Go Christy said she's doing the math and it's honestly not that big of a number when it's all broken down. What do you mean by that? So like for some of you guys, it might not, your cost of not taking action might not have a large financial implication, but it may have a very severe mental or emotional implication, right? So I think you should think about it holistically. Like money is just one way to measure it, especially if we're talking about business. Um, Right. Like a lot of the time you have to weigh the like the return on investment with the upfront cost with the risk of you not taking action. Like you have to look at all three of those numbers. Um, Erica said, I'm putting more pressure on my husband to provide for us. Also delaying our freedom. Like that's huge. That is huge. Carol said, why is it so hard to be disciplined? Because it's uncomfortable. Like it's, there's discomfort associated with it. And our brains are literally wired to keep us safe. Like it's just easier. It's less effort to do the thing that's easy and, and comfortable. Why is discipline hard? Because it is a muscle that we probably, like, probably haven't worked out enough yet. Like, but discipline is just a muscle. It's something that gets stronger the more that you exercise it. And if you're constantly, or if you've had a pattern in your life of not exercising it, it's like going to the gym for the first time after a year and a half. Like that first workout is brutal. Those first few weeks are tough. Um, it just takes, like you, but it, you have to learn to choose even through the discomfort, right? Kara said, I can't afford not to be disciplined. And that is so, so real. So Christy said, I took the amount, the number of paid users I want in the next 12 months, roughly 1,200. Over the year, that's only 100 new users a month. Oh, that's so doable. Like, it totally is doable, right? Like, what A lot of your goals, it's not that they're not doable, right? Even if it is a big jump or a big leap from where you are to where you want to be, everything is doable if you choose to be disciplined. 
Erica said it's harder to hear you say it than it is to type it. And I, I know this live stream isn't going to like uh, probably leave anybody super like peachy afterwards, which is okay. But I wanted us to have a hard conversation. Like I wanted us to have a, a tough but necessary conversation today. Um, and when you really bring light to the hidden cost of you not taking action, like this is just the reality that you may be hiding or may not be realizing because we're like, you're not doing this exercise on a regular basis. Maybe you're thinking it and it's just a passing thought, but when you write it down, when you vocalize it, 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 it it's, it's real. Like this is real. This is real life stuff. Um, and it is tough. Like it is tough, but it's already happening. Like when you really look at it too, what is the hidden cost of you not taking action? How long have you been not taking action? Like this isn't new. This is not new. Like for many of us, uh, you maybe have not been taking action for the last month, the last year, the last five years. This is not a new paradigm. Like this is not a new reality. Um, it just may be the first time you're becoming more aware of the implications of your actions or inactions. Alicia said, so for me, it's eighteen to $36,000 a year is costing me right now not to take action. So when you understand what the cost is of you not taking action, that is a number that will help you evaluate whether or not you should make the investment in yourself or make the decision in yourself. So let's say like um, if you're looking at, okay, now what's required for me to take action, right? Is it a $1,000 investment? Is it um, what is required for me to take action? Does that mean that I don't, you know, buy breakfast at McDonald's every morning all the way into work? What is it? What is required for me to take action? Is it me spending three hours watching a course that I already have? Like whatever it is, you can start to evaluate, okay, this is the cost that's gonna, that, that I'm gonna have to pay today in order to make sure that like I don't lose out on that $36,000 this year or lose out on that $77,000 this year. Like that will help you evaluate what is the return on my investment going to be for the thing that I need to do. So if you're evaluating joining a program that's $10,000, just hypothetically speaking, and but your goal is to make seventy five thousand this year. Is that ten thousand dollar investment? Now it really is an investment when you know what the return on the investment like that you're looking to gain is ten thousand in worth seventy five thousand out. Is the six thousand in worth the thirty six thousand dollars out? Is the two thousand in worth the twenty four thousand dollars out? Like whatever that is for you, that's a number now that you know this is what. I want my return on investment to be, that will help you evaluate the investments that you're looking at today for that long-term benefit and that long-term gain, right? Um, so that's something I just, these are literally things that I work through when I'm making investments in my business, when I'm making investments in myself, when I'm having discussions with my fiance about the investments that we're making um, together, right? Like these are the costs that we have to evaluate and the risks that we have to work through. Like, and I, I, I say, you know, I call this uh, episode the hidden cost of not taking action is because many of us just haven't peeled back the layers and shifted our perspective to view this from that, from this, the, from this uh, vocal point or, or, you know, from this point of view. Alicia said, I was never thinking about it this way. Just the ROI for my clients, but not for me. Yeah, like it's a two-way street. Like think about it from, you know, your ROI of your clients. Like what are they capable of doing when you show up? But also like 
you need to think about it for you because you're the one ultimately making the decision on, on what you need to invest in for yourself. Like I said, whether that's time, you know, like what's required for you to make $75,000 a year in your business. And that's the gap that you're, you're, the cost associated with you not taking action right now. Maybe that means you need to wake up an hour earlier. Maybe that means you need to go to bed an hour earlier. Maybe that means like instead of um, meeting with coworkers during your lunch break, you are going down to the cafeteria with your laptop by yourself, right? Like whatever that is for you, like whatever, you know, energy, like even um, emotionally. I know somebody mentioned they're in a toxic relationship right now. Like what is that costing you by staying in that toxic relationship? And what is the cost? What is the action that you have to take today to set you up to earn that return on investment of the actions that you're taking tomorrow. Like for all of us, it might look different, but it's really good for us um, to think through this, right? So everyone has the potential to be great. Everyone does. Like I, I, I truly believe that full heartedly, but not everyone is willing to pay the price of greatness. Everyone is not willing to pay the price of greatness, but everybody has the potential to be great. And once you start to understand these things and work through these perspectives, it's like, are you willing to pay the price for you to be great? Are you willing to pay the price for your potential to come to fruition, for your potential to like actualize? Are you willing to pay that price? Or are you going to just keep the money in the pocket, keep your energy in your pocket, keep doing what you've been doing and like remain mediocre? Like that's really, that's really what ends up happening. The cost of you not taking action robs you of your potential and it leaves you in a state of mediocrity. Alicia said, I'm afraid of making a mistake early on that will cost me down the line. Who else can feel that way with Alicia? So you're saying, I'm afraid of making a mistake early on that will cost me down the line. Is your lack of action right now a mistake? Is your lack of action right now a mistake? If your inability right now to take action, if you're choosing um, comfort over discomfort, if you're making choices right now that are ultimately mistakes, or I don't want to call them mistakes, but if they're decisions that are not serving you, you're already doing it. And you're saying that I don't want to make a mistake early on that will cost me down the line. You're already making mistakes today that are costing you right now. Like, do you guys understand that? I think many of us fear making a mistake later and how much it might cost us later that we don't even end up doing it now. That is a form of self-sabotage because you're creating a story in your mind that does not serve you, right? You're creating a story in your mind of what might happen a, a month from now, three months from now, a year from now. You're making up a story right now with no factual data about what the negative repercussions are going to be. And then you're making a decision based off of a, a story that you made up that does not serve you. That is a form of self-sabotage. But if you're saying that I, I don't want to make, I'm, I'm afraid to take action because I'm afraid of the mistakes that I might make down the line and I don't want to make those mistakes, so I'm just not going to do anything. You're making a mistake right now by not doing anything. And that mistake of not doing anything right now is costing you right now. So you are prophesizing, like whatever you're prophesizing that you want to, you don't want to have happen, like you're already manifesting it today. Like when you really understand what's happening, like when you really look at it from that vantage point. Yeah, Yvette said the mistake is not taking the chance on yourself. 
right? And like, guys, I'm not throwing shade at anybody. This is not a, a bashing session, but like this is, I don't want to call it tough love. Like this is just love, right? It feels tough, but this is love. Because when you understand this, when you have this heightened level of awareness, when you understand what is required for you to diagnose how you make better decisions and what's like the cost of you not taking action, that allows you to become more aware, right? I'm just saying this just to clarify because somebody just hopped in right now. They're like, Jay is going in on somebody. Like, I just, I want you guys to know this is love. And I like your wins are my wins. I wholeheartedly want to see you succeed. I want to see you like do better. I want to see you like, like, like I want to see God through you, through your actions, right? Like, I truly want to see that. That brings me joy, right? That is my calling and my mission is to help other people actualize their gifts, like, and make money off of it and make good money off of it. Like, I claim all of that. I don't want you just to bring your gift to the world. I want you to be paid well for it. So like when we really think about that and like we have to get over this fear of making mistakes. Like and when we really start to break that down, like why are you really afraid of making a mistake? Like why are you really afraid of making a mistake? Because somebody might judge you like because of something your family might say. Like why are you really afraid of making a mistake? Because you might lose out on some money. Like, like why are you really afraid of making a mistake? But my thing is, you're like, you already are doing that. You're already losing out on money, right? Like, you already are not operating from a space of self-integrity. Like, you're already disappointing you. Who cares about disappointing somebody else? Like, the worst thing is, is disappointing yourself and breaking integrity with yourself. And your subconscious no longer trusting you because you keep lying to it. Right? So like, these are things that like, are you willing to pay the price for your greatness? Are you willing to pay the price? And this is a daily choice, guys. This is a daily decision. You know, this is why I always say it's all about these micro wins because the more that you exercise this muscle, the stronger you will become, the better you will be at this. Like the more natural it will come to you, like you will create a habit, a habit. Right? Like these are things that you have to, to build on. Um, and this is like a last little like message, I guess, the last point of this uh, discussion is what you fail to cultivate, you will never complete. So if whatever it is, like, like I said, whatever seed that you have not planted will never grow. And if you plant the seed, but you don't tend to that seed, it will never harvest. Right? Like, it, whatever you fail to cultivate, you will never complete. So if you've been writing down the same to-do for the last month, writing down the same to-do for the last year, writing down the same to-do, the same goals, your vision board has not changed because you never finish anything, ask yourself, what is causing me not to finish it? Why am I not cultivating it? What is the cost of associated with me not like not cultivating it? Right? Like we got we you're you're worth doing better for. 
You are worth doing better for. You are worthy of it. I was chatting with one of my girlfriends this morning, Erin, and I literally typed out, like, be magical today, and I deleted it. And I was like, be you today. Like, be the, ve be the best version of you today that you can be. Like, I don't want you to be phenomenal today. I don't want you to be magical today. I want you to be you today, right? I want you to be you today. Be the best version of you because you are enough. You don't need any extra sprinkles or like glitter or rays of sunshine bursting out of your ears for you to be better. Like you are enough right now with what you have. You are enough um, and you are capable of making decisions that serve you. You are capable of being disciplined. You are capable of operating from a space of self-integrity and doing what you say you're going to do. You are capable. You are capable of making a mistake and bouncing back. Because how many times have you already done that before? How many times have you fallen in life before? How many times have you gotten back up? You're capable of it. It's not fun. I mean, like, I'm not saying this is fun. Like, none of us want to fail or fall or stumble or make mistakes. But, like, you've been doing this. You, you know how to bounce back. You know how to get up. Like, you know how to put on your spiritual armor. You know how to handle it. Like, who cares if you make a mistake? You will make mistakes. Like if you're afraid of making a mistake, you are paralyzing yourself from even moving. Like you are, we make mistakes every day. Like we are human. But like you should be measuring yourself by how many times you get back up, not by how many times you fall down. That's how you should like measure yourself and evaluate yourself by how many times you get back up. Stop keeping track of how many times you fall down. Start keeping track of how many times you get back up. Right? Like, and I always say, pick your hard. Somebody's like, it's, uh, Yolanda said it's hard transitioning from my nine to five men men mentally. Um, it's hard to go to the gym every day. It's hard to take action in your business. Like, losing weight is hard. Being fat is hard. Like, making money is hard. Being broke is hard. Right? Like, all these things may be hard. Like, it, both sides of the coin, like, eating healthy is hard. Like eating McDonald's every day is hard. <laughs> like all of it is hard. Like it doesn't pick your hard. Pick which hard you want to be, like you want to deal with. Like you pick your hard. Both of them are hard. Like building healthy relationships is hard. Being in toxic relationships is hard. Like really start to think about what is the hidden cost of you not taking action and Work through the exercise that we did today to help you make better decisions and make better choices that serve the best version of yourself, right? Like things may be hard, but like they're very simple most of the time. Like none of us are like doing brain surgery or like trying to build the next community on Mars. Like that stuff is like, that's hard. Like that stuff is hard. Uh, that stuff to me is not simple. Um, but a lot of the stuff that we are doing is like, it may feel hard, but it's very simple. Like putting yourself out there, doing the live stream, like the concept of that is very simple. Like really all you have to do is click three buttons, go to facebook.com, hit enter, go on Google Chrome. So you might have to download Google Chrome on your computer, download Google Chrome, go to facebook.com, hit live. That's it. Or go live on Instagram, open up Instagram, swipe over, go to the live tab, click go live. Like it's very simple. Like it's very simple. Tell people what you do. 
Tell people that you don't know what you do yet and be okay with that. Like, hey guys, I'm, I'm gonna be starting a business soon. I don't know exactly what I'm gonna be starting, but this is what I'm thinking of right now. Like just being honest with your audience. Like it's very simple. Um, it can feel hard, but it's actually very, very simple. <laughs> Yolanda said adulting is hard. Yes, it is. And doing the things that adults don't do is also hard. <laughs> Um, but are there any questions you guys have before we hop off? Like, I think this was a really healthy discussion and hopefully this discussion served you well. Um, Monique, yeah, you're right. Like it's only hard if you tell yourself it is because your mind will believe whatever you tell it is true. That is so, that is so factual. Um, like we need to be careful even saying like, this is hard, you know, I, but I'm okay with stuff being hard. Like it just is what it is. I'm like, just do the thing that's simple. Don't do that. Like, don't really. I, that's what I try to focus on. But any questions you guys have or any like clarification you guys need or you guys good. Like, I, think, I feel like we've been talking a lot about the internal work and building up our internal resistance and really learning how to make better decisions as business owners, as CEOs, as people, you know, uh, you know, wanting to live a better life. You know, I've, I know we've been talking about that a lot lately and I, th I hope it's been serving you. I love Zanika and the communication strategist comments right now. She said, even if it is hard, you can do hard things. Like believe that you can do hard things. Yes. I tell myself this is challenging and I can do it. Yes, you can. This may be uncomfortable. And like yesterday I was in the gym. Shout out to LaPortia. We went to XFit yesterday. And one thing I know my perspective is changing. Because I used to go to the gym and it used to be really, really, really like, they are hard workouts. But I used to complain about them like, oh my gosh, it was so hard, like in a negative tone. And yesterday was the first time I noticed myself saying like, it, that was a hard, like that was a good workout. Because it was hard. Like versus looking at it like, oh, it's hard and that makes it bad. I like that was yesterday at the gym was the first time I felt like that workout was hard and it was good. Like that time evaluating whether or not it was good. Like if it was too easy, I would have been like, that was, that was a sucky workout. Like I didn't push myself hard enough. The, the routine wasn't challenging enough. Like, I, and I was very proud of myself because I'm like, it took me four weeks of going to the gym three times a week to get to this point. So guys, it takes, it takes some time. To me four weeks of going to the gym three times a week for me to get to the perspective to say that this workout was hard and it was a good workout like and really feel like oh that was a good workout because of how challenging it was um and i think a lot of the time people are like waiting to go to the gym until it feels good and it's like it took me four weeks of going to the gym took me 12 sessions before it felt good like you gain momentum after you take action not before Right? People are like, well, I want to wait until like I'm already like confident in what I'm doing before I start. That's like saying you want to go 70 miles an hour before you turn the car on. Like you have to get moving in order to gain momentum. The momentum does not come before you move. You have to move, slowly build up to that, accelerate your car before you will gain the momentum that you're looking for. Right. So uh, I'm not seeing any questions. Like I said. This was a tough talk, but I feel like it was necessary, right? I want you guys to be great. I want you guys to be better than great. I want you guys to be the best version of yourselves, which I know is just wildly abundant. 
So uh, feel free to share this message. Let me go ahead and um, get my bun together. Get some screenshots going. Tag me on my stories. Okay. Uh, share this on Facebook. Do all the things. Um, but really, like, share this with somebody who needs to hear this message. Like, that can be your gift to them today. Saying, like, hey, girl. Hey, homeboy. I want you to be better. Here are some practical steps you can take to be better. Um, and tag me on your stories with your top takeaway. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Hot Hustle Morning Show at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and you guys have a great day. Bye, y'all.